Hi everyone, welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. Alright, so today I've got a short episode for you in which I'm going to pull back the curtain and reveal the design behind kickoff conversations. The kind of conversations that you might have with clients in the beginning of the school year. Now, I do write about these in both the Art of Coaching and the Art of Coaching Workbook. But today, what I want to share with you are perhaps some things that you might want to keep in mind for the beginning of the 2021-22 school year, when you are planning for and then executing a kickoff conversation. And the reason I want to name this school year is because we are starting a unique school year. We are starting a unique school year because last school year was really different, right? Pandemic, virtual learning, back to school, back to virtual, back to school, whatever it was for you. There's something different about the start of this year, and it is worth pausing, acknowledging that difference, and maybe doing something a little bit different in your coaching conversations. And really what the difference would be is perhaps holding a little bit more space and time to go back to last year, to provide a little space and time to continue processing. So perhaps if you were coaching the same folks, you did some of this at the end of the school year. Even if you did, people are going to come back having maybe hopefully had a little bit of downtime in the summer and they're going to have new insights on the 2020-21 school year. They're going to have new insights into the experience of the pandemic and to having worked, taught, led virtually for most of the year. Give them a little space and you could even open up the conversation with something like, hey, I'd love to hear about your summer I'm curious what new insights you got into the previous school year. You can craft that sentence better than what I just shared with you right there. You can make it grammatically a little tighter and so on. But in other words, acknowledge that they have continued processing. Be curious about what they learned about themselves in the last school year. When you think about these kickoff conversations, Think about what might matter most for your clients. For new clients, what might matter most to them in this conversation? For folks that you have worked with in the past, folks you've coached in the past, what do you think might matter most for them in this first conversation of the school year? One way to answer that question is to think about what matters most to you. If you were in their shoes, what would matter most to you? Or in conversations you are having with perhaps your supervisor or your coach, hopefully you have a coach, what matters most to you? What kind of questions do you want someone else to ask you about the coming school year, 
the summer, the last school year, who you are, who you want to be. What do you want to be asked? That may or may not be what your clients want, but it can be really useful to get clear on your own needs and desires and then to think about what your clients might need and desire. And perhaps to think through the different people who you're coaching. There are leaders that I coach who in the first conversation of the year feel a lot of urgency to jump right into some of the tactical challenges that they're facing, who feel a pressure to like, okay, can we start planning the staff retreat? And there's other leaders who I coach who want to spend that first kickoff conversation reacquainting ourselves to each other, perhaps, who want to be able to really share about their summer, their reflections, their learnings, their insights. And so when I think about these questions, again, I always start with myself because that allows me to wake up my empathy. It allows me to think about what specifically works for me that may or may not work for others. And then I move into thinking about my clients, perhaps as a whole and then individually. What is each one going to need? Now, folks that I don't know, when I'm starting with new clients, there are some things that are known about human beings. So I'm not framing this as I know this about coaching. There are some things that are known about human beings, what is required for psychological safety, what conditions are necessary in order to be able to be vulnerable and take risks and learn. And a lot of what is known is about the quality of relationship that needs to exist between the teacher and students or the coach and their client. And so in that first conversation with a new client, my focus is on building relationship, getting to know someone, listening, understanding who they are, who they want to be, what their sense is of the discrepancy between where they are now and who they want to be, what they need to be able to do. And so I ask a lot of questions. I listen a lot. I ask questions about process. In that first conversation, I might include one or two or three times a question like, what's coming up for you right now? Or what feelings are present for you? Or towards the end, I might ask them, how did this conversation feel? And I say that, and I say it perhaps multiple times, because I am committed to doing transformational coaching. And a transformational coach includes emotions. A transformational coach recognizes that they exist, opens up space for them. By saying one or two or three times, what are the feelings that are present? You are saying feelings exist and it's okay for them to be present. The other thing I might do one or two or three times 
because I'm committed to practicing transformational coaching is I might ask about beliefs. I might use that specific language, that phrase, that word beliefs to indicate that in this coaching work together, we will explore beliefs. And so let's just say someone is reflecting on the last academic year. I might ask a question like, how did that school year change what you believe about how we educate kids? Or how did that year shift your beliefs about yourself? And so in this first conversation, what I want to do is kind of get my client used to hearing me talk about beliefs and feelings. And I'll do that by incorporating a few questions, again, that are very general and broad and and that use the word beliefs or feelings or emotions. It's a way to start cueing people into this is also what we're going to talk about. And as I said, at the end of the conversation, I might ask them how they felt about the conversation. I might say something like, was there anything that surprised you? Was there anything I asked that felt particularly helpful or not helpful? And so I might take that opportunity to be meta about the conversation and to invite them into some reflection on the conversation itself. And I'll say, hey, you know, the reason I'm doing this is because I am so excited to be working with you. And I really look forward to getting to know you and understanding how I can best be of service. And so it's just helpful for me to hear what what worked, if anything didn't work, anything you want me to do more of, less of. Bring them in. Allow them to see that they are a partner that this is a collaborative experience, this coaching thing. And then you might ask them if they have any questions about coaching, anything they've wanted to ask yet that they haven't. And you might let them know that you are open and welcome to hear questions at any point. So there is quite a bit of what I'm saying to you that is relevant in any beginning of a coaching relationship. But I did say in the beginning of this episode that it's worth thinking about this school year and beginning it a little differently. I think that it's actually going to take us several years, could be a decade, to really process the pandemic. And not just process it, but glean the learnings There's a part of me that feels like I just want to be done with talking about that. I want to forget about it and move on. I'm done with it. And then I also recognize there's still a lot for me to learn about myself and what I want in life and how I feel most fulfilled and so on and so on. And that is going to take a while because some of that just comes with time and the kind of layers that we dig into and uncover And so extending a bit of space for your clients to continue that reflection as well as process the feelings. Because again, just speaking for myself, sometimes I come across a 
sort of another boulder of sadness or fear or something. And and now that we're moving out of this pandemic phase, right, we're also, this is another transition. It's more change. I will admit that I'm also having these surprising moments of grief over what the context of the pandemic or what the unintended unexpected situation offered me in the sense that part of me is sort of a little bit apprehensive about all the going back to things in person and having to make so many decisions about how we spend the weekend and where we go. And I don't know, part of me was like, ooh, when I think back to a year ago and how, oh, there was so much anxiety and so much fear and and grief that things couldn't happen, but also... Part of me really appreciated the slowing down and the quiet and the not having to make so many decisions. It's complicated. Give your client space to name that complication, the confusion, all the feelings, all the grief for those who really, there was a lot of loss last year of a lot of different kinds. We deserve space to keep reflecting on that for as long as we need. Maybe you have clients who won't need or want any more of that, and that is absolutely fine as well. But we do live in a society that message to us to sort of like, okay, that's done, deal with it, get over it, move on. And we've been conditioned to operate in that way, to ignore our emotions. And yet, you know, this is also a phrase that's been used a lot, which I feel a little bit of conflict around, but the pandemic was a global trauma, is for many people still, and there's a lot to process. And if we don't, it may show up in ways that can be challenging. So those are my suggestions for how to think about planning your kickoff conversations for this school year. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you haven't already rated us, reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, it would be so helpful. It doesn't cost you anything, but it's really a gift to me and helps this podcast get more more folks listening. And also, if you've read or you are reading any of my books, Coaching for Equity or any of the others, if you could take a minute to review it on Amazon, that also really, really helps. All right, friends, thanks so much for listening. And I also want to thank Leslie Bickford, who is the Bright Morning Podcast producer, and Stacey Goodman, who does the sound engineering. Take care, everyone.